everybody. It's Yumna from uh, Your Story Global. And I welcome you all today as I have the honor of uh, having a conversation with Rita Chin from Hexing Electrical. Welcome, Rita. Thank you, Yumna. Thanks for having me here. So, Rita, I mean, you know, I'm going to go straight into it in terms of uh, read up on your profile. And you have such a diverse and amazing journey. Uh, that has gotten you to this point. I mean, uh, you know, South Africa, China, having such connections through Africa. But I think maybe let's just start off. How? Let's tell me a bit about Rita. Who is Rita Chin, and and some of the journey that has gotten you here today. Okay, so um, I'm Rita Chen. I'm a South African Taiwanese. So I consider myself more South African than Taiwanese because our family immigrated to South Africa when I was seven. So I've been living in South Africa for almost 25 years. Um, so I, I, my background is uh, in law. So I've practiced in a law firm for about 10 years until I decided that I needed a change. You know, I've been in South Africa for so long. I advised, um, you know, a lot of Chinese uh, state-owned enterprises or private companies. And I, I had, a, you know, a desire to learn more about my culture, you know, to learn about China, to learn about uh, the religion. So I decided to move to China in 2018. Um, so I've been there for five years now, and I just recently returned to South Africa. And my journey in, you know, China has been a roller coaster. <laughs> it's not easy. So people think, oh, you Chinese, it should be easy for you to transition. But it took me a, almost a year to uh, to really get into uh, the whole culture and, you know, the, the environment. Because China is a very fast uh, paced environment compared to South Africa, for instance. Mm -hmm. um, so growing up in South Africa, like, you know, everything was more, you know, relaxed, slow. Um, so I, I'm a PE girl, so I moved from Port Elizabeth to Johannesburg to seek for that, you know, that, um, I don't know, that energy and that, that fast, fast paced life, you know, yeah. and excitement. And when I came to Joburg, stayed here for 10 years, and I realized like, it's not enough. That's why I need to go to China to <laughs> get even more, <laughs> um, you know, like, I don't know, the, the even faster paced life, because in China, everything is just on the go. Oh. You know, everything that you can do in a day in China, it's almost like a, a week or a month worth of mission that you would do in South Africa typically. Um, so, wow. so my journey in uh, in China has been a it's really interesting. Um, I worked in house for a, a large state owned inter, uh, enterprise in the renewable energy space. So working in house as a lawyer, um, and now I've joined Hexing Electrical to work as a group legal counsel. Um, so it's also in house. So it's really opened up my mind to. A different space mm -hmm. to how you know a legal practitioner should think outside of the box and not just theoretical things you know when you in business you have to think about every single like uh, issue that could occur from you know development to the end of a project um, and you know as a as an in-house like legal counsel you have to um, you know you have to be 100 steps ahead of everyone else to try and mitigate that risk during that process so that journey has been really interesting. It's tough, I have to say. It's really difficult working in-house compared to working in a law firm. Okay. But I, I, I really enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. And tell me, I mean, Rita, so you're talking about this transition. So moving to China and it's fast-paced and you're now back in South Africa, it's almost like you're having to slow down. I mean, what are some of the ways that you, you found yourself and the things that you needed to do in order to adapt and transition? 
Um, I, I think for me, I've always, it was always easy for me to adapt into a new environment or a new situation. So I've traveled over 40 countries. Wow. So every time I go to a country, it takes me about a day or two to get used to the environment, to quickly, you know, uh, uh, get acquainted with the local people, with the local cuisine, with the local culture. Um, so for me, that is exciting. So when I came back to South Africa, I think it just felt natural. Like I can tune in to be very fast paced <laughs> and then I can tune down to be slower. <laughs> So my, my colleagues always tell me, especially my South African colleagues, they're like, Rita, stop working in a China, you know, pace. You yeah. need to slow down. This is South Africa, remember? <laughs> so that transition, is, sometimes I still have to adjust, mm -hmm. but I'm getting used to it. I, I, I still liaise with my China colleagues uh, on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. So I joke and I say I work 24-7. Okay. Because China is six hours difference from South Africa. So I wake up really early in the morning to have teleconferences with them and then I have meetings during the day. And then obviously like at night, then you, you know, you re reply to the emails and then you really like settle down. Yeah. So yeah, like that's... No, because I mean, it's so interesting, especially now with globalization, the world is really just becoming so small, you know, and we're finding that, you know, moving around and mobilization and mobilizing around the world has just become so often, so common. And I'm sure lots of people feel that way that you felt in terms of, oh my word, there's, I mean, I know I felt it moving from one company to another, let alone yes. moving from one country to another and having to adapt to the cultural norms and, and all of that. Yeah. Yes. Um, I think I'm privileged to have the experience with Hexing because um, so when I joined Hexing, I was working as group legal counsel and maybe after about four to five months, our company restructured and we merged the commercial, legal and uh, the financial team. So I was heading up that team. So for that, that was a new challenge for me as well, because I was only familiar with legal. Uh, but our chairman um, is very like farsighted. He believes that, you know, as a leader of the company or in the management space, you need to understand all aspects of the business. Um, whether it's supply chain, whether it's commercial or financial, so that you can really see the full picture, understand the business model to really mitigate the risk. Um, so that was like a challenge for me to, so that was also like a transition. Um, and then coming to South Africa, um, that was also a new transition in the, in the you know, in the co uh, corporate environment, uh, because I'm no longer, uh, you know, legal counsel anymore, just legal counsel. I'm here to support and build up a regional headquarter for Southern Africa for our company. So that is really uh, into like, you know, the building up the brand and the image for the company in South Africa, um, you know, uh, doing operations, uh, setting up after sales service, uh, building up a team of like tender and legal specialists in South Africa to service the region. So yes. that was a, a new challenge. So, wow. you know, every three four months, I have a new challenge. Yes. And, and Rita, yeah. talk, I mean, talk us through. So, you know, you've got this fantastic new challenge, you know, and it sounds like you love challenges, you know, so you, you adapt quite quickly. And, um, and from what I'm hearing, you know, sort of very high energy, lots of high learning curve coming on board, coming through as well. I mean, so now you've, you've come to South Africa and you've like, I've got this challenge. I need to set up this basically a regional office. These are all the things yeah. that I need to do. I mean, talk us through how you, you sort of look at overcoming. What are the things that you, you look at, the plans that you make? What are the key things that you're looking at in terms of solving this challenge and getting this up and running? 
first of all, you have to have competent people on your team. <laughs> you have to hire specialists um, to, to look for the specialists that you, you want on your team, right? Um, so when we first came here, we, we first assessed uh, what is it that we currently have in South Africa and what are we intending to build, okay? Um, so so you don't need to re, you know reinvent the wheel and hire new people when you, you have existing structure in place. So it's really enhancing the structure. So the first thing we did was, okay, one, to evaluate the current situation, two, to hire a recruitment specialist to come and help us assist uh, the different roles that we're trying to create. Um, so for instance, uh, we need to, you know, hire like commercial tender a specialist. Um, so that that we start, we already started looking for. We wanted like pre-sales engineers. Um, we, we wanted to build a team of after-sales specialists. So we hired, we recruited uh, fresh graduates from university to train them from scratch. So it's really like, you know, building, um, you know, a, a good team around you. Um, and once we've built this team, then we had, we put training in place. Um, so currently our company has already sent over 13 people from China to South Africa to build up this capacity because we are a global uh, company, right? So Hexing has over, I think, 15 uh, subsidiaries across the globe. Um, so it's really getting the specialists from China to come to South Africa and train the new staff that we've hired. Um, so we're also looking at, you know, a marketing specialist as well. So right now, some of the the um, the functions that we don't have in-house, we outsource. Mm -hmm. And once, you know, we, we pick that momentum up, then we would like everything to be in-house yeah. so that you have a fully run operation here, independent to uh, the headquarters. So they can, you know, they, they're able to operate independently in the region. And, and I mean, from a, from this is in terms of renewable energy. Yes. Okay. All right. So, and, and yes. talk us through in terms of what's the dream around renewable energy uh, that you that you have. I, I think that well, from from a personal perspective, I've always loved energy. So, <laughs> um, uh, I studied uh, energy law in Copenhagen, Oslo, uh, Aberdeen, and Groningen. So it was a a, a two year um, a, a, like LLM, um, which. You know, I'd really enjoyed because we I had a lot of renewable energy client client in the petroleum space. So I felt like there was a need for me to understand the industry uh, a bit better from a practical perspective and, uh, you know, combining with the theories that, we you know, I've learned from university. And then um, I had the privilege to join Hexing and then Hexing uh, was traditionally in the smart electricity meter business. So um, I think it was a good timing for me to come to South Africa when, you know, the South Africa is facing a power crisis mm -hmm. and our business is ready to, you know, fully launch into this renewable energy space, mm -hmm. both from the upstream to the downstream side. I mean, Hexing is the original equipment manufacturer. So, you know, it makes sense for us to branch out into manufacturing uh, of the inverters and the battery storage, uh, which is what the South Africa market currently needs. Desperately, 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 desperately. Let me tell you, it has been. Uh, no, it's, it's, I mean, you've been here now for a few months, Rita, and uh, yes. having experience firsthand, some of the issues that we've been having, uh, I think from, from, I'm sure any South African that is watching here today is going to be like, oh my God, please, 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 can we, can we fast track this process? <laughs> and why do you need support? We will support you wherever we can. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> and Peter, I mean, so you're also a mother and a wife as well. 
so, so you're having to balance. You've got this this really you know uh, big portfolio and challenge on the one hand, and on the other hand, your wife and mother as well. Talk us through how how uh, that's a difficult question. <laughs> You know, I find, I find it very easy to to talk about business, but when when I have to talk about balancing the you know motherhood and you know being a wife and then at work, I, I feel like the scale is sometimes tipped. It's not balanced. Like I feel like I spend more energy on work, mm-hmm. uh, but I think as a young uh, professional, a woman, um, it, especially in the energy space, it's very challenging. It's quite male dominated, um, so I I feel like you know I have a uh, I need to prove myself mm-hmm. uh, in this male-dominated uh, industry. So I have a very supportive husband. So he actually encouraged me to come to South Africa to see what um, you know, what contribution and value I can add to the organization. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's very helpful in terms of you know looking after our child uh, while I'm here. Um, so so you know I think family support is very important. I mean uh, it's it's not easy to balance the the lifestyle, but if you if you have a supportive husband that's willing to like you know assist uh, whether it's looking after the child or you know cleaning the house um it really makes a huge difference for your job because work is already stressful mm-hmm. so um you know you want to come home and relax and not really have to deal with like other issues so like my husband and I we don't speak about work at all after we get home um and yeah i i think uh, and my mother's huge support system you know i'm privileged to have parents that are still alive and you know well so they can help me look after my baby and then during the weekend that's when it's my off time so I'm fully focused on my family and spending time with them so I try and not to work during the weekend if I can (laughs) no but I think it's so important you know there's and 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 as women I feel as we sort of move up the ranks um, you know, sort of moving up the ranks at the same time with the biological clock. It sort of like seems in tandem, like it works together, you know, and then you, you sometimes feel like you need to make a choice, you know, and and it's so beautiful to say, you know, there is opportunities um, where you can still, you don't, it doesn't need to be an either or, it can be an end. Uh, it's just yeah. really around how do you look at your context? And, and, and leveraging, I think that's such an important point in terms of, you know, we lose sight sometimes of the fact that it takes a child to raise a child. Um, mm, exactly. You know? Yes. And we yeah. place this, this pressure on ourselves. You know, so I was reading this, um, I can't remember who, but it was this book, uh, this article or book that I read somewhere. And it spoke around the fact that um, working mothers today actually spend more time, quality time with their children then stay at home mums in like in the 1940s. True. Because True. in the 1940s, there wasn't takeaways, there wasn't restaurants, you had to cook the chicken from scratch, you know. <laughs> you might have had to slaughter it also, I don't know. But anyway, you had to, so there wasn't there wasn't really, and then you need to you needed to see to the house and the husband and the kids. So there wasn't really opportunities to sit and play puzzles and you know, all of that. So yes, you were there, but yes. in terms of the quality time. So and I think mm. it's it's so beautiful in terms of how you've captured it to say leverage off the support make sure that you know that the partner that you have that you you're quite clear around uh that the two of you are on the same page you know you set yes, up your yeah. system and then you're quite focused Sorry. in terms of during yes. the week this is my my focus areas you know yeah. and weekends yeah. I, I dedicate to my family yes that's correct 
And I think it's also really important to, um, I don't know, like uh, some people will say, oh no, I need to work overtime during the week. So I have no time at all for my husband and my kid. So I will always make an effort to try and leave a bit earlier. So even if it means that I have to work until midnight, that's okay. So I leave uh, work uh, at whichever time and then I go home and spend a, an hour or two with my son um, and play with him and then he can go to bed and then I can continue working. So it's really about managing your time well yes. and working efficiently. Yeah. I think as a mother, the, the most important aspect that we have to, or uh, skill that we have to grasp is ma uh, time management. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. And how old is your son yeah. now? Yeah, uh, Rita is what, two years old? He is almost uh, three. He's okay. 23. Okay. Yes. So curious yeah. about the world and asking a gazillion questions and... Yes. And every morning I go out, yes. I'll be like, mommy's going out to save the world. And then he'll be like, go, go, go. <laughs> Oh, I love it. So cute. That's adorable. So, and I mean, in terms of lessons that you learn from, from your, your, your son, I mean, I have, I, have, I have three kids and I must admit there is so much that comes from them that are actually lessons, life lessons. Do you yes. find the same? Yes, I do. I think um, I'm more patient. Uh, sometimes I, I'm a Gemini, so I'm like, I have to do split personalities, you know, my friend, that's what like a lot of people tell me. Um, but I, I'm also very consistent, uh, you know, when I want to be. So uh, when when I had my son, um, I feel like I could balance, not, I, I work more efficiently for sure, uh, because I want to spend more time with him. And then uh, it's really like finding more activities. I'm, over, I'm already a very active person. I love the outdoors. Um, so after having uh, Aaron, I feel like, you know, I'm more, I'm always planning for the next thing to do with him. I, I want to show him the world. Um, he was born early. So he was in the incubator for two months after he was born. So um, I, I made a point to say that, okay, because he has a low immune system, how do I boost his immune system? Mm -hmm. So after he was born, I took a year off work and I wanted to focus on him, on his health. Um, and I didn't jump straight back into work. I took him on a road trip around Taiwan. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like we just traveled, he stayed in different places. Um, he went into the sea, into the ocean. Um, he, he went into like the, the hot baths in Taiwan. Um, we threw him onto the sand and the grass and the elders, like especially in the Taiwanese, uh, you know, tradition, they're very conservative. So if a baby uh, is born, they, they're not supposed to go out of the house for at least six months to a year. So I was the crazy mother that takes my son out everywhere and, you know, there's germs everywhere <laughs> and I get criticized a lot. And I think the most important thing is that, you know, as a mother, you need to stand firm and know what it is that you're doing is right for your child and not be influenced by culture or by the environment. And he's perfectly fine now. He's perfectly healthy. He, he hardly gets sick. And that's a choice that I made to bring him, you know, you know, to, to bring him into this world and take him on this world tour. Um, so I, I, I never regret that. Yes. So despite all the voices that's going on about uh, what, you know, how, how irresponsible could I be? But at the end of the day, the result shows, right? Beautiful. And I mean, that's so brave, yeah. Peter. I mean, you know, honestly, I think that's there's because the outside noise does sometimes you know sort of drown out your soul's music actually yes you know yes and, exactly uh, yeah 
And I think as women, whether you're a mother or not a mother, um, you, we get influenced a lot by other people's opinions mm -hmm. about what it is that you're trying to do, especially when you, you want to be a trailblazer, you want to do something different than no one else has done, you want to be innovative, and then you have all these questions doubting your decision. Mm -hmm. And as a woman, you've got to be firm. And you have to, and I always believe like you have to have, you have to stick around people uh, that has, that shares the same mentality as you, that, that is at the same level as you, right? If you, 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 you're hanging out with people that doesn't share the same, um, you know, uh, value, a work system or family values, then you, you're not at the same level and then you're speaking across purposes. And I feel like that is not what I, I like, yeah. you know, in life. Like I want to be able to be surrounded by positive people uh, and, you know, make positive impact to the community. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. And I mean, how do you take time out for Rita? So, you know, you sound, um, you sound like you've got so much going on, you know, and I mean, you're talking around that actually the South African pace is, is, is slower than the Chinese place. And I mean, you look at burnout, yes. it's, it's, it's so prevalent now in all spaces all around the world, you know, and I mean, how do yes. you, what do you do for Rita um, and put back into mm -hmm. Rita's spot? So I, I exercise, okay. so I wake up early, early in the morning, like 5, 5.30 and I go to gym. So I've started like switch classes. Um, I meditate as well. So I think meditation really calms my nerves because, you know, during the day, there's so much happening and, uh, you know, I, I'm still working at a very fast pace despite the fact that I'm in South Africa. <laughs> um, so, so I think the exercising and meditation really calms me. And because I have to remember so much things, like I do a lot as well. So I joke with people, I'm like, I'm everything. I'm an entrepreneur. I, I'm a, a legal counsel. I'm a marketing, uh, a business development person. I'm, uh, you know, I'm a brand specialist, uh, operations manager. I'm a translator. I'm a secretary. I'm everything. So yeah. how do I remember and know how to, you know, implement everything that I need to do? Mm -hmm. So I write down, I, I, then I joke and I say, I have bad memory. So they're like, oh, but you're a lawyer. How can you have a bad memory? I'm like, yes, because there's so much I need to, you know, put in this small brain of mine. I write everything down, even if it's something small. Mm -hmm. so that i don't need to you know consistently remember all these things mm -hmm. but when you write it down it reinforces what it is that you need to do right mm -hmm. and it's 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 good you know it's a it's a habit that i think everyone should build um you know just to uh one manage your time properly uh, two you know so you can track what it is that you're doing um and then you just tick off whatever that you've already done mm -hmm. so that you can con consistently see you know what you've done and what you haven't done and then readjust so every day i would uh at the end of the day i take about 10 to 20 minutes to reflect on all the things that i've done during the day mm -hmm. and how i can do it better the next day okay and, and i mean there's neuroscience exactly what you're doing in terms of by writing something down it reinforces uh, so it does yes. sort of, you know, help in terms of helping to remember. But I love the mm. ticking it off at the end of the day as well, because it's almost like, I think we sometimes, we're so busy, we sometimes lose sight of that, taking that reflection time and ticking off. Yes. To say, I've actually accomplished all of this. I've set out to do X, Y, and Z, exactly. and I've done it. Yes. yes. Yeah. And that's also a co confirmation, like affirmation to yourself to say, look, you've done something today, mm. right? Whether it's one task or three tasks or 10 tasks, but when you see that visually, 
it gives you some sort sort of like you know consolation or confidence that oh yeah you can do better tomorrow. Mm-hmm. No, and I mean because so often I mean I'll talk to people and I'll talk to clients and whatever, and I'd be like they're busy, 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 and you're like, okay, let's let's unpack the business. What did you do? And there's like, I can't actually tell you. It's just I'm very busy. There's a lot of things. So so I really agree with that. I think that's that's such a that's such a lovely tool and technique that people should use. Uh, and put into their toolbox around around keeping a track firstly recording it and reinforcing yes. but also in terms of that end of day validation uh, and ticking off yes. like I've accomplished this, this is yes it's so important to give yourself validation I think so often like we you know we we uh, we take it for granted that oh this is what I'm supposed to do mm-hmm. so okay then that's it like you you don't you don't give yourself the confidence or encourage yourself to say oh look you actually did a good job why do you need other people to give you confirmation and you can't give confirmation yourself? Yes. And tell me, I'm very keen to hear more about your travels in terms of all the countries that you've been to and <laughs> you know, sort of... <laughs> what That's my favourite topic, actually. Oh, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> um, my travels. Well, I've been to, what, almost 40 countries, yes. Oh, yes. So, I think... My favorite country still is South Africa. Okay. <laughs> Not because I'm South African. I just feel I just feel like you know so South African, whether it's the climate, the food, the people, the culture, it's so diverse. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can't find this anywhere else in the world, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's nice to to travel and go see other places. Like my my habit is whenever I go somewhere, I don't really look up before like look up on TripAdvisor what to do. I go there, I speak to the locals, I ask them about where they go locally, what do they eat locally. Mm-hmm. And then my experience are generally very different to a lot of my friends because mm-hmm. they either like go on tour groups, uh, so it's like customized like tour packages, or they read up on TripAdvisor. Nothing wrong with TripAdvisor, sometimes I do read that as well. But I prefer speaking to the local people more because they obviously go to places that's not on the books or they mm-hmm. go to restaurants that's not in the books. So so for me, that is more interesting Like when I travel. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it's just like spur of the moment. I could speak to you now, be speaking to you now, and then next week I'll, I'll decide like, okay, I want to go to Zanzibar and then I just take a flight and then I go. Lovely. You know, sometimes like you plan and plans yes. change. So what's the point of planning? I'm not saying you mustn't plan, but I just, I like to be spontaneous. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then that's that's how I've always lived life, you know. So this and that was also when, when when I when I was studying because I was working and studying at the same time, and I had to fly to um, these different universities uh, every two to three months. Um, and then I always make a point, like when I'm there for two weeks during the weekend, I'm out. I'm going to you know going sightseeing. Um, you know, go, I'm going with my like colleagues to you know, to, to taking a train to another city or another country. Um, and, and that's like fun and spontaneous, right? Because when are you going to get that? You know, you always say, oh, no, I'm busy. I'm tired. But there's always time if you do want to make time. Yes. Right? So, Rita, yeah. you know, I must, something that's really coming through is around how you're truly guided by this inner voice or soul. Is that... How does that resonate? I mean, is that is that coming through? That's coming through for me in terms of, you know, um, 
in terms of when your son was born, this is how you felt and you followed your path despite the noise. You know, even your journey in terms of how you're getting here, I can just imagine in terms of being a female in a male-dominated space, as you've mentioned, there's already a lot of noise, but yet you're pushing through and, you know, it's, you, so you say your son is now almost three years old, which means you've been at Hexing for, what, under two years, yet you've yes, been able years. to put yourself in a position where they trust you enough to come and set up a regional office. You know, I mean, that's amazing. Um, you, in terms of, I feel the need that I need to go to Zanzibar, you know, like it's a <laughs> voice, soul, soul piece that, um, that you in tune with. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, you know, I, the, the, my motto is you're either too strong to fail or you're too weak to try. Mm-hmm. So what is the worst that could happen if you don't try, right? So just try and see what the result is, because no one knows what the end result is, but you just have to give it your all. And that's what I've always lived by, mm-hmm. um, whether it's for work, whether it's for my family, whether it's, you know, for my personal like well-being. Like I just, it's that inner voice of yours. And I'm very quick to make a decision. It's like when when um, my I was hospitalized because my I had issues with my pregnancy, I, I was in hospital for a week. And then in China, you have to get, trans- I was in a private hospital, but the public hospital is actually better in China. So you have to go through connections to get yourself a hospital bed in a public hospital. And then I decided, and then I spoke to, I remember I spoke to the, the the doctor from the public hospital and I'm like, I've done all the treatment that I'm supposed to do in a private hospital. Is there anything else that you're going to do to me that's different? And he said, no, it's going to be the same. Mm-hmm. I put the phone down. I checked myself off, out of the hospital the same day and I booked a flight to go back to Taiwan the mm-hmm. very next day. Sure. So that's my, the way I do things. You know, I, I'm very quick. Once I know like I need to do something, I put my mind to it. I just go for it. Mm-hmm. Full on. Like there's no space for me to think about it. No, like once my 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 heart tells me, no, I, this is what I need to do. I just go full out. <laughs> I mean, if you're saying, okay, so I'm look, it's about listening to my heart, right? I mean, many people aren't really able to connect to that yes. voice or that you know that sort of um, that essence that's that's leading them uh, or should lead them. I mean, is yeah. there any, any, yeah. any, any advice you could give or anything you do in terms of how people can, can start connecting better with that? Mm, I think, you know, everyone has a personality. They, they, they know exactly what they want, but they are influenced by what other people has to say. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know how to, you know, really control, um, I don't know, I, other people's opinion maybe it, it it would help writing it down whenever i'm confused i write down like the pros and the cons um and then you know once you see it visually like you know i like to take notes as well so once you see the things visually and you take other people's consideration and your own consideration into account then you can see like which one really fits you right or which one or which decision you should take so it's not really difficult but it's really training yourself to block out the noise to really like, you know, t- take in what it is that makes you happy. Mm-hmm. You know, I think after COVID, um, a lot of things has changed from the way we work, from the way we see life. And, you know, life is short. You'd never know what would happen to you the next day. So live your life as if it's your last day. Beautiful. And then you won't be wasting time. 
Mm-hmm. Because how much time do you have to waste exactly. if you think about it? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also the the after COVID, you know, so much other things have come up. You're hearing of so many scenarios right now. I mean, life is short. I always say, you know, yes. we talk about the great resignation. It's actually the great reflection. Uh, because, yes. you know, sort of death was on your door and it was, you know, life changed so much. We were forced to really take that step back and reflect and, and look at yes. what's important, you know, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and tap into yeah. that self. Very important to do, to tap into that, to spend time with your loved ones, stop procrastinating. You know, life is short. Like, why waste time on procrastination? Mm. Why don't you use that energy to focus more on, you know, spending time with your family, giving back to the community? Um, you know, there's so many like underprivileged people. So why, you know, like I always tell my son, whenever you don't want to eat something, there's another person on the street that has no food. Mm. So you must actually appreciate what you have, right? So mm. I take him out on the street and I show him this is the kind of env- big environment that we're living in. And that's so important, exposure. You know, you can live in your little bubble or, you know, be exposed. I mean, that's what opens up your mind, actually. Yes. Yeah, I know. And, you know, like I do volunteering as well. So I go to like Tembisa and people think like, are you crazy? You know, it's so dangerous in South Africa. Like, why would you even go into the townships? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, but I'm South African. Okay. And there are people that need my help. So when we go in, we, we let, like they know that we are there to help them. So mm-hmm. we go into the different shacks to see like what it is that they need. Uh, we have clinics that set up with doctors to come and volunteer and help them, uh, you know, do free checkups. Mm-hmm. So that's giving back in a form of way. So you can either give like physically or monetary, like whatever, you know, in your capacity, you can give back. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I don't think like, you know, people should be afraid of going out and helping people um because that like afterwards you'll really feel like you, your heart is so full because you made a difference to someone's life yes absolutely absolutely that's so beautiful rita and i mean you know earlier you mentioned that you were talking around the balance question uh-huh. actually you are very balanced <laughs> from an outside perspective looking at you it's like work the family uh, you know you sort of put your personal space in terms of not losing sight of self you know being able to give back to the community and all of that so you know so and i mean so your energy is that is that an inherent energy or how do you continuously ensure that you keep your energy uh, up so that you don't uh, so that you can continue being mm. 110% in all your spaces yeah so so i think it's really important that you have time to yourself so so that you you don't feel burnt out because you know everyone is busy um how do you how do you maintain a your sanity i think it's it's through like self-reflection through like giving yourself time to reflect on the things that you've done uh, and appreciate yourself more um and and i think I, I think it's really the, the the energy like I think from the meditation it really helps mm-hmm. uh block you know t- taking out the negative chi out of your body mm-hmm. the breathing um and also to you know cut out negative people out of your life yes you know there's always like negativity around especially like after maybe after COVID or during COVID 
uh, lots of negativity and people complain, but you know, like complaining doesn't solve the situation. Mm -hmm. So why don't you just take that energy away and focus on the real energy and the real solution to your problems? Yes. So that's what I always tell people. And, and as a friend, I will tell you, I'll tell you once, I'll tell you twice, but if the third time you are still negative, then I cut myself away from you. Okay. Yeah, so it's really important, like who you you hanging out with, um, and that would also affect your energy. Absolutely, protecting your energy actually, because you know yes, sort of like, it's true in terms of you've got energy drainers, and, um, yeah. and I think this practical way that you've shared is beautiful in terms of by the third time, you know, there's certain boundaries in this uh, that I need to put in place to protect myself and my energy. Uh, because mm. recognizing that if that gets depleted, there's not much of self that I've got to give in all my spaces. Exactly. That's yeah. right. That's so important. Mm -hmm. And Rita, I mean, thank you so much. This has been such a lovely conversation. And, and I really, I wish we had more time. But I mean, you know, in closing, is there anything that you feel as a message you'd like to share with others? Um, you know, any whether it's from a just in terms of Rita, in terms of your journey, what is, if you were to say some key message that you'd like to share and then, uh, yeah, that you'd like to share with the audience? Um, I think as a female, I always like to encourage my female counterparts that, you know, we need to stick together as women. I don't know, I find it so often that, you know, it's already very difficult for women to climb the corporate ladder, yet, you know, we, we we don't work together as a team. Like there's always a person trying to pull you down. But imagine how strong we could be as women if we come together and we support each other. Um, we give each other advice, you know, and, and you know, just to, uh, yes, you, you're good yourself as a human being, or you, 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 you're, you could be in your own like uh, uh, profession. Yes, everyone has their own profession, their own like expertise, but um, if you group that together, the, the power is so much stronger. Um, so, so for me, I, I prefer working in a team more than alone because uh, you, you can do so much more, uh, whether it's work-wise or whether it's like giving back to the community. You can, the, your power is so, so limited as a person, as an individual. But imagine if you bring everyone together to make that influence. I, I think that's, that for me is my ultimate goal and I wish that I wish upon that in in the environment that I'm in and the woman that I'm around. Um, so yes, like, and I don't think, you know, women should be so hard on ourselves. So yes, sometimes I'm, I'm hard on myself as well. But I quickly I quickly get myself out of that mentality, and I'm I'm like, no, I'm a human being. I make mistakes, but you know, mistakes are good because it makes you become a better person. It makes you you know learn you become a, a I don't know a, a you, you learn from your mistakes so you become stronger you become um, more experienced so that's okay mm -hmm. so I think we we need to give ourselves credit as women you know for all the things that we have to you know uh, hold together <laughs> <laughs> absolutely and support and and yes. exactly so no beautiful I think that's so true you know and uh, and there's such a there's such a wonderful way that around bringing people together, you know, that I found and I'm, you know, I'm not discounting, you know, leaders, male leaders that I've seen, but definitely in terms of that more sort of nurturing, bringing things together, let's collaborate and co-create energy. 
um, yes, something yes. that if we could harness and tap into that sort of uh, feminine energy in order to bring it, it's sort of like yes. as opposed to to trying to get away from it because we think it's not. Yeah. Realizing there's there's power in both that yin yang essentially, you know. That yes. And I would like to see more of that. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And Rita, thank you so much. I, uh, if you don't mind, would you mind sharing your motto again? I think that was so beautiful, and I'd love us to close with that. <laughs> so it's you. T- you either too strong to fail or too weak to try. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. That's beautiful. Thank you so much, Rita. I really thank enjoyed you. this conversation, <laughs> and I have no oh, doubt Aaron is going to be so proud of his mum that's saving the world <laughs> because it sounds like that's what you're on the on the way to do. <laughs> Let's all work hard together and save the world. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks, Rita. Thanks,